This is Ben Kagan. To further discuss this, we joined on the line now by the South African organization Hajj Watches Public Relations Officer Jakub Rawad. Jakub, good to be talking to you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let, let's focus on South Africa first. You know, how many South Africans were up there to take part in this year's Hajj in Saudi Arabia? And what is the latest insofar as their status is concerned? Um, the South African uh, quota at the moment is uh, 2,000 pilgrims from uh, South Africa uh, make the, uh, the Hajj every year. So we have about 2,000 people uh, 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 at the Hajj at the moment, and by all accounts, uh, we can safely say that uh, most of them have been accounted for, and I don't think any of them were uh, injured or uh, have died so far. All right, and and uh, have you been in contact with uh, some of them, maybe just to to make sure for sure that uh, they are safe? Uh, we have uh, we have got reports from a number of um, uh, groups. And most of the groups at the time of the incident had already left the area, uh, except for one uh, South African group that was uh, almost um, at the scene of the, uh, uh, of the tragedy. Um, and uh, they were able to offer some assistance uh, at the time. So that was the only South African group nearby. Mm. And, and how your organization, how are you dealing with this uh, tragedy? Oh, it's it's very traumatic um, with the people, the African Muslims, not knowing where their relatives were at at, at the time, um, and it's you know it's something that uh, we we need to take on and and ensure that uh, in future uh, reports are received or uh, almost um, you know by the minute where they are at any one stage, so that uh, in an in an instant where you have. Um, uh, 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 calamities or tragedies that uh, we could quickly account for the South African pilgrims uh, and uh, we need to really step up and make sure that we uh, inform the relatives uh, back home in South Africa. And does a tragedy like this really discourage you uh, as a Muslim uh, to, to to want to go to, to the Hajj? Because uh, I believe that you, you have to, I'm told, you have to at least go there once in your lifetime if this is your religion. That, does it discourage you or you, you, it makes you even stronger and, and perhaps think that, you know, you just need to do things differently? No, I, I, I don't think it's uh, viewed like that. Uh, it's something that, uh, you know, um, it's a, what we call an act of God. Um, so no matter what precautions uh, we, we take, you know, there's no um, instance where you could say, look, I'm well protected or, you know, I don't foresee myself uh, dying. Uh, but the call uh, as a Muslim is, um, is quite um, deep and most Muslims would, uh, you know, would cherish the uh, occasion to be uh, at the Hajj. So uh, generally, um, you know, it, it's every Muslim's wish to, to be there on the Hajj, but I don't think uh, something like this would discourage them, but I think it would uh, encourage the fact that we, we need to inform pilgrims on, on, you know, to be more vigilant, to be more aware, to uh, make sure they know the rules and the regulations, especially in crowded areas like MENA. So it's something that uh, uh, South Africans 
you know, we, we need to um, really work on uh, going forward. Indeed, because we, we're hearing reports that uh, perhaps the cause was a failure to adhere to authority instructions there. That has come out quite loud and clear. So perhaps there's a lot of education that needs to happen, especially for the first-timers. Oh, yes. I, I think most of the people uh, at the Hajj are, you know, uh, first-timers, uh, going for the very first time. Uh, some of them have been briefed on, on rules and regulations, but, uh, you know, it's quite a... A densely populated area. It's very congested, and unless people follow the rules, um, it becomes difficult to ascertain what actually happened. Uh, and you know, there's it, a lot of um, misunderstanding about uh, what you know what happens at a place like that. But I think um, education and uh, equipping the pilgrims with with information on what to do, when to do, what not to do is very important because this would, would, would actually be something that, you know, you could save your life by, by just following the rules. But at any given time in the past couple of days, how many, how many people are we talking about? You're saying it's a, it's, a, it's a number of people. Are we talking millions? Well, at the Hajj, at the moment, we believe there's something like two million people uh, in, a, in a probably three square um, miles, so it's a very congested place. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the surprising part is, is that each country and each delegation have, have uh, allocated time slots in mm. which they need to proceed. So there's very good crowd control, but it always happens that people uh, seem to ignore them or, or do uh, something against the rules. And that's what causes issues. And at the time, it's quite congested, and everybody wants to get away from um, uh, the obligations. They want to get to Mecca after the pelting. So it's, it's a very trying time. And at, in the heat of the moment, people probably going to break the rules. And I okay. think this is the uh, danger that we have in a, in, a, in a place like that. Jakub Rawat, thank you very much. He is with the Hajj.